All right, hello and welcome to a new episode of the Jack Hallis podcast. Thank you so much to everybody for tuning in and for tuning into the recent episodes as well. Some exciting guests coming in some future episodes, but today you've got to put up with just me because I want to talk about something very specific today and that is the Hollywood dilemma when it comes to fitness. And that's because in no other industry would the opinion of actors pretending to be something they are not be taken as gospel by millions of people worldwide. For example, nobody went and watched Saving Private Ryan and started asking Tom Hanks for military advice, right? But unfortunately, that's the extent that celebrity fitness advice has been going to of late. And I do partially understand why, because there are some phenomenal physiques in Hollywood, especially those involved in the comic book genre. In fact, you only need to take one look at Marvel's MCU roster, for example, to see the likes of Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Jonathan Majors recently, to name a select few, all boasting incredible physiques for the Avengers films. And similarly, over at DC, you have the likes of Gal Gadot, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, and of course, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who all give some serious legitimacy to the quote-unquote comic book look. So... Why does this present a dilemma, and why is it potentially so damaging for the population who are interested in fitness to consume so frequently? Well, to put it bluntly, if you thought some of the advice on social media is shit, go and have a listen to a few interviews from actors who have dramatically transformed their bodies in a very short space of time for a movie role, and you'll find very quickly that a lot of what is relayed is pretty much the same thing. Dry chicken breast, plenty of rice, lots of broccoli, and a total training time across the week that would make even the most devoted trainees say, nope, I'm out. And it's almost as if the answers are scripted, which is ironic, right? Uh, But should it be any surprise that the idea that an industry that relies on smoke and mirrors and creating entertaining, engaging stories to distract us from reality may do the same around how their actors get in such incredible shape, especially if they do potentially have something to hide. And now... This podcast isn't going to turn into me sitting here for 40 minutes trying to decide who in Hollywood is on anabolic steroids and who's not. I'm also not going to sit here and openly question the ethics of any individual because while we all may have our theories, it's not fair to do that. We don't know who may or may not be using anything in Hollywood and everybody's going to have their theories, but (laughs) what's the point in diving into that? It's just going to create more headaches. And it's also something that we as a entire industry know extremely little about when it comes to Hollywood and celebrity fitness because it's quite a guarded little niche. Um... I don't know whether little niche is the right term. It's it's obviously growing, but it is a fairly guarded community. And we also don't know what goes into movie contracts in order to suppress conversations around potential PED use or how much information is allowed to be divulged to the public about even just training regimes. All I'm going to say is that if I told you right now that you'd be paid $15 million guaranteed if you showed up in six months looking like a superhero to appear in a movie that I was directing there wouldn't be much you wouldn't do to help you achieve that, right? Especially if it meant the process of that transformation being less of a physiological shit show for yourself with better recovery, more muscle mass, getting leaner in the process, all while making a gold mine of cash. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Now, admittedly, if you're someone who has the backing of a billion dollar production company, you're going to have access to the best personal trainers, nutritionists, and legal recovery protocols that money can buy. You'll also likely have a much clearer schedule with a team around you to handle more of your day-to-day problems. And if you combine that with potentially elite tier genetics, who knows? And you're potentially well on your way to a top 1% of natural physique, of course. 
However, all you need to do is go and look at the drastic nature of some of these transformations and then the time scale in which they're achieved and of course, whether they're actually maintained after the fact and things do start to become clear as to just how attainable or unattainable these physiques actually are for most people. Now, as I said, I don't want to sit, sit here and say it's confirmed that any specific actors take gear or anything because it's not something that is proven. All I'm saying is that it is something to be wary of when you are looking at idolizing these people, especially when you consider the diets that a lot of these actors claim to follow. While some of, you, some of them will give you a rough ballpark figure of what is usually an unrealistically high amount of calories, others will literally just sit there and tell you they ate six ounces of boiled or poached dry chicken breast and then a side of broccoli four to six times a day. Good luck building any significant muscle mass on that diet over the course of six months and good luck with your micronutrient profile as well. You are going to be deficient in almost everything. In fact, I think the only thing I'd personally build up following that diet is a level of insanity so great that I'd actually probably be a perfect DC candidate to play the next Joker. Matt Reeves, buzz me in, mate. Now, are they actually being honest about their diet or are they just being told to say this so that the trainers can then sell a diet plan? <laughs> Again, it's hard to know what is fact and what is fiction, especially when what the actor says and what the personal trainer then claims when interviewed by publications like Men's Health, which as entertaining as they are, only serve to create more confusion, are completely different. And why do they do this? Well, as we said before, Hollywood is about creating entertaining content and embellishing the story isn't exactly discouraged if it does create a more engaging experience for the consumer. Unfortunately, it just leaves the consumer even more lost, confused, and with potentially more questions than they had at the start, which we will get into in a minute. And then the other side of this is and it is admittedly being talked more and more about in the media now, which is good, is the methods taken to doctor these physiques on the day a little bit more so that filmmakers can quote-unquote get the shot. Not only do the film crews set up from the perfect angle to capture the shot, with the perfect lighting to accentuate the veins and cuts on an actor's physique, but the actors are generally put through fairly old-school bodybuilding protocols to peak them even further. If you're a fan of The Witcher, Henry Cavill has openly spoken about his dehydration protocols that he undergoes prior to filming shirtless scenes, while Zac Efron has even admitted to taking Lasix, an extremely powerful diuretic, prior to filming shirtless scenes for Baywatch. And these are no secrets, they're methods that are used in bodybuilding, they're methods that are used in photo shoots, but they are fairly extreme methods designed to peak your physique for literally the shortest time possible, and I highly recommend all of you listening to this to stay away from them. This is because, similar to competing in a bodybuilding show or doing a fitness shoot, when you are that lean and in that great a shape, your body may look its absolute best from the outside, but believe me, on the inside you are going to feel like absolute shit. You may look like the definition of fitness, but believe me, you are not performing like the definition of fitness, which kind of defeats the purpose, right? Why do you think so many of these actors have such drastic transformations after a movie is finished as well in the other way? They either rebound completely from the process both mentally and physically, or they decide to completely step away from that type of role and change the kinds of movies they want to make. 
Zac Efron's the perfect example and is someone that the more I read, the more I genuinely feel sorry for. If you haven't seen the 2017 remake of Baywatch in which he stars, go and Google it. Google the physique now. He looks immaculate. He'd clearly added a considerable amount of lean mass, and he was the definition of ripped to the gills. There wasn't even an ounce of water under his skin. It was literally ridiculous. Fast forward six years, he's still in great shape. He looks like a healthy, fit, mid-30s male should do. But just two years ago, there were articles going around digging at his physique, claiming he'd gone full dad bod mode and was a far cry from his Baywatch look, which was hilarious because no shit he was a far cry from what he looked like in Baywatch. It's completely unsustainable, and he has gone on record multiple times since, talking about how unsustainable it was, and how even still, despite having been in that shape, he feels like it's unattainable to look at. And this is coming from a guy who has literally all the money he could need to pay for any dietitian and personal trainer on the planet, and could pay to clear his entire schedule if he'd like. And he still cannot sustain that result and still doesn't even believe that he attained it in the first place. You know, it's it's that level. And it's just, it's so frustrating that these are the standards that we're starting to set for people um, of every gender. And it's becoming, frankly, absurd. And this isn't the fault of just Hollywood, of course. There are facets within the fitness industry itself that contribute far more to disordered eating and unrealistic physique expectations than they do any good, which is sad to say, and it pains me to say, but it is true. But it does kind of frustrate me that with the influence that so many of these actors have, they're either not allowed or choose not to speak out on how unsustainable that Marvel superhero look is, for the majority of human beings. And this leads to uninitiated people who maybe haven't yet dipped a toe into fitness, or at very least don't consume much content from actual fitness professionals, being led down a road of false expectation and ultimately disappointment. And look, I like the next person, admire the hardworking nature of a lot of these men and women, and the hardest worker in the room, to coin a phrase mentality, can actually take you pretty far. But if you are set on looking like one of these people, the likelihood of you doing that simply through hard work is, well, it's slim at best. And as someone who is in this industry to help people become the best version of themselves and try to realize that the best version of themselves probably isn't going to resemble the best version of someone else because we are all unique individuals, it can be really difficult to watch some of the truth masking that does go on, especially when you see fitness apps and programs then being brought out to prey on people's insecurities by selling a supposed quick fix that the actor used for the movie, but in reality, they definitely didn't. In all honesty, it's no different than that booty influencer you see on Instagram doing five made-up on-the-spot glute variations with a camera shoved so far up their ass you could swear you accidentally clicked on OnlyFans, then trying to sell you a glute guide in the process, which, spoiler alert, they never actually used to grow their glutes. They just know that it's going to be much harder to compete in a saturated market with a program built around applying progressive overload to the basics. But I digress. As I said, I understand the ethical issues of being completely open about some of the things that do likely go on behind the scenes in Hollywood, if at all. Especially as while it's almost an open secret at this point for those who are a bit more initiated into fitness and everything, there probably would still be millions of people on the planet who'd be outraged if they found out their darling favorite star was taking PEDs. They're not exactly a normalized or legal substance in the wider context of planet Earth. It's just that when you are into fitness and you're in this industry and you understand that bodybuilding and stuff like that exists, you have a bit more knowledge of what these things are. But I do wish 
for those involved in Hollywood to simply do better with the information that they put out to the public. And look, I have to give people credit. Like it is getting a little bit better. Um, you know, you look at someone like Robert Pattinson, for example, who has spoken openly about refusing to take PEDs for his role as Batman recently. The result was a great realistic physique that resembled more that of an MMA fighter than an upside down Dorito with biceps. But the problem again is that in certain portions of the media, certain portions of even just comic book fans, he then got vilified because they said he wasn't big enough. He wasn't muscular enough. He didn't look like a comic book character. But again, we are real human beings. We are not drawings on a cartoon page that can be doctored and altered to look like whatever you want them to look. You know, similarly, Chris Pratt, who underwent a pretty incredible transformation, I'm not going to lie, for Guardians of the Galaxy, um, he has an awesome episode of Men's Health where he talks about how no transformation will ever be as quick as you'd like it to be when done right. In fact, to kind of loosely quote him, he says it could take eight months, even a year before you're starting to be happy with where you're at. So be patient and stick at it. And that's great advice. That's really, really good advice. The problem is that the majority of these people are putting out that, you know, you can do these incredible transformations in three to six months naturally if you just work hard, eat an unrealistic amount of food and train on every waking second that you exist where you're not sleeping. And that doesn't do any good for anyone. You know, we need to stop with this bullshit, eat 10 meals a day, train three times a day and wake up every morning at 3 a.m. if you want to get to your maximal self. That is not a realistic or sustainable lifestyle for any normal person. And I mean, even for a lot of these stars, it doesn't seem to be a sustainable way of living either. So to cap off what's, you know, a little bit of a short episode and something a little bit different, it was more just kind of me thinking out loud. The next time you want to take fitness advice from a celebrity, think twice and analyze what they're actually saying. Some of them do have some value to give, for sure, absolutely. Especially those who actually love training and have done for decades. Um, and there are some really, really good personal trainers out there that actually train these celebrities who put out some really good content as well. But others are pretty concerning to say the least. And they're a fantastic reminder that just because someone looks like they should know what they're doing doesn't mean that they do. So until next time, thanks for listening and I'll catch you all in the next one. Cheers.